Hello, 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 and welcome to Really Deep with Jess. I'm Jess Palmer, a Reiki master teacher, mental health advocate, and compassion mentor and educator, as well as your new per diem co-host in this special segment of Yay for Growth. Here, I explore those deeper conversations with our main host, Savannah Zipak. As per usual, get comfortable, take a deep breath, check in with yourself, and let's get started. Hi, Jess. How are you doing today? <laughs> Hi, I'm, uh, I'm doing okay. My carbon monoxide alarm is going off in my basement right now of my apartment. So I'm just, I have the windows open, getting that fresh air in. Oh my God. Yeah. What a I'm mess. Just, hopefully yeah. you guys are, I mean, hopefully it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trusting that it's all going to be all right. I mean, right. you have I, your window open, breathe. so God forbid. Yes, yeah, so I can currently Chemist breed. Savannah approved. You probably will be <laughs> fine as long as your windows open. As long as you say so, that's all I need. Oh that's my god, that's all I need to know. I'm so. How are happy. you? Oh, I am. I'm low energy today. I had a rough weekend, a rough past week. So you know, I'm here. You know, that's the important thing. Mm-hmm. But. Definitely not my usual peppy self. So I'm, I'm hanging in there, but I'm really excited to finally be having our first really deep conversation. Yes. Ooh, <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. So for listeners, basically how the episode's going to go is uh, we're going to do Jess's intro. You're going to get to know them a little bit better. We're going to do some fun questions and then we'll have our first discussion. The yes. topic today is finding our place in the queer community. So it's going to be a juicy one. <laughs> yeah, I've been so excited. I've been about dying this. too. So I'll, I'll get into the background on why we chose that too later. But first off, Jess, I really just want to give you the floor because it's like, this is your segment, right? And I think some people might know you from the interview episode if they already listened, but, you know, they know that part of your interview. I, I kind of just right. want them to understand, like, what brought you here as a podcast host, what your vision is for the the segment really deep, and anything else that you kind of just, like, want them to know about you that's that they didn't already find out in your interview. Mm, such a juicy question. Oh, I gave you like five questions in one sentence. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I tend to do that. I tend to do that. So I'm like, okay, I need to make sure I hit every point of that I'll, question. I'll, ma- I'll make sure that you hit every point. Don't worry. Thank you. My <laughs> ADHD it's kind of is my already. Job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Main host probs. <laughs> oh, I but like I'm it. the Virgo, right? And so I, I got this. I got, I, I have my yeah. iPad in front of me with the entire outline. <laughs> And you send the meeting invite, you send all the documents, and I just sit here and I'm like, thank God. For You're like, yeah. <laughs> Literally, but like, I'm like, thank God for you, because you're the one that like, has so many ideas and you, you bring like substance to a conversation. You know? I appreciate that. Everyone's so lucky to have you that. here today. I hope you Aww. know that. <laughs> Literally. Oh, I'm so, I'm so grateful to be here. And, you know, it's too. funny because <laughs> I know um, we started our podcast, you know, really around the same time and we you were did. my first guest on my show. And mm-hmm. I loved, like, I felt so jazzed after that conversation. Like I literally hung up the phone and was like, 
yo, that was a sweet ass conversation. Like that was like the perfect first interview to do on my podcast. And like, it really stuck with me how much working with you just resonated with me on like an energetic level. I was level, sweating you know? after that interview. Yeah. I was like, and in a good way, not in like a nervous way where I'm like, oh my God, this is horrible. Like mm-hmm. it, it was in a, that, that feeling I get when I like do a presentation or something like that. Like, it's just that, like you said, jazzy, but I was sweating like crazy. But I remember thinking the same thing that I was like, this is something I have to do more of. And why did Jess and I have conversations so well together? Like it was weird because we knew each other, but we didn't know each other at that point. And it was this time last year. And it was just so crazy. Like I felt like we, after that conversation, I personally felt like we had known each other forever. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. And it's so interesting to me how we've been internet friends since like 2014 and it oh wasn't God, until so long. right it's so long <laughs> but like it wasn't until last year like covid mm-hmm. quarantine that we became as close as we are now mm-hmm. like I remember there being interesting it was like a couple years into the internet friendship we connected a little bit like we'd mm-hmm. message each other each other here and there back and forth about whatever was going on usually it was like eating disorder stuff or like insecurity um things like that with our relationships and then we kind of just followed each other along after that and last year it was like our healing journeys I think or what kind of like aligned but I guess I started paying more attention to to like what you were putting out there whereas it's not that Mm -hmm. I didn't before but I just at that time I was having my spiritual awakening and you post a lot of spiritual stuff. And I was like, this is exactly, this is exactly what I'm going through. And this is what I'm looking for. This is the, I had no idea there was a whole community, um, you know, based around healing on Instagram in any type of way, whether it be spiritual, physical, whatever. So it was, it was, it was eye opening for sure. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree because I, I almost felt like all of a sudden your stuff was showing up more on my feed and I was right. like I've been following Savannah forever like why now all of a sudden is like the algorithm showing me um, <laughs> yeah. stuff more and I was like okay like I think we're meant to be like even is more connected than we are doing here weird and wonky here like right <laughs> just and so. like I don't know we just complement each other so well when I I wanted to get back into podcasting. So getting back to <laughs> the whole oh my God. reflecting on why I, I want to be here. <laughs> no, it's, it's just two um, hosts with ADHD. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh my God. Like, it's meaningful. I think sometimes having ADHD makes your conversations a little more eclectic. So anyway, I, do. I wanted to get back into podcasting, but I like straight up I am not someone who's very structured I'm not someone who's very um like scheduled because my brain doesn't hyper focus on things like that it's harder for me to uh, lean into those types of uh, habits and behaviors and those are things that you naturally do very Mm -hmm. well if you're a very great student like you have a lot (laughs) of attention to detail you do and if there was a readmystudents.com, Jess Palmer would put Savannah, great student, attention to season. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would give an A plus any day. <laughs> and for real, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw Thank it out into the 
first to see you're welcome who would want to be a co-host with me on a That's podcast right. and I didn't even see your story like you had posted it to your story like who would want to kind of do this with me and take on this project I didn't even see it because right. I was so busy with work that week um and right then, and then you reached out to me well because I low-key was like I really hope Savannah sees this and she <laughs> so that was your answer right there <laughs> I know I, I was like sees this. it's like why did you even <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. I was like, I'm gonna put it out. I'm not out saying there that in a judgy way. I'm just saying it in like a comical no. way. It's hilarious. No, it is it's hilarious. Funny how our intuition knows sometimes like <laughs> exactly what we're supposed to be working on and with who. I know. I know. I just kind of was like, like you I was hoping. Yeah, I, w- I was hoping it was going to be you, but also was like putting it out there that if it's meant to be someone else, that's okay too. Like I knew I had. But you didn't want to f- push it enforce it but I knew I had the inkling to podcast again and then finally I just like I had some people show interest but I just didn't physically feel um like when I want to say yes now to things I want to feel safe in my body I don't want to feel any heightened emotion like not even like too much excitement like I just want to feel really grounded and safe about it yeah and safe you know but like the the people who reached out I didn't I didn't really embody that feeling. And okay. so I was like, all right, I just need to talk to Savannah about it because yeah. <laughs> obviously. And then, well, you originally asked me if I wanted to like maybe start like a new project together. And so I was like, all right, give me, oh my God, are you drinking lemon water? Shut I the have fuck up. In a mason jar? In a mason yes. jar? I have yes. hot and cold too. Look, lemon <laughs> right here and lemon water in a mason jar too. What the fuck, Jess? <laughs> on our hydration game holy baby. shit <laughs> i can't with this it's almost scary like i literally get goosebumps sometimes okay oh, all right so anyways it. just for listeners like uh so jess was like do you want to start a new project together and so i thought about it. i was like yeah i mean of course i'd love to to do something with you but I was like I know I'm gonna continue A for growth and at that point I was taking my break from A for growth um but I was like getting ready to start it back up again and so I just I don't know it kind of just hit me one day like I can't even say that it was something like I, I planned out but it just hit me where I was like actually that my interview episode with Jess was the best interview episode like it just flowed so well I was like I felt amazing like we both listened to it and we're like this isn't this is this is great right this is gold like we feel so confident in what we do together but it's natural like it's not something we make happen and so I was like right do you want to be a per diem co-host on my podcast (laughs) because it's like great for like if you I'm not saying you have commitment issues. I'm just saying you didn't like the commitment of having your own podcast, right? So it's like Mm -hmm. great to just be like, I'm in, you know, one foot in, one foot out kind of thing. Like it's, it's just a perfect flow. And I'm so glad that like we came to this, but I think the coolest thing, and I'm not trying to monopolize a conversation here, but the coolest part of it is like, I think this is the most intentional both you and I have been about like, a project and it's not to say like yes. we haven't in the past but you and I tend to like post things and make con- content in the same way that it's like we kind of get this impulse to do it and then we do it right and this is something that we sat with we were like no we want to make sure we're both in the space to do this and right. it's like what we want so 
Right. And no, like to circle back, like I absolutely have commitment issues. Absolutely. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I have commitment I'm issues. Like, guys, I'm not be <laughs> posting this week. Sorry. <laughs> like it's just yeah. I feel like creativity and this type of work is really valuable when you let it flow. However, it is really important to have structure and what you bring to the table and i think that's where we can create our own consistency here because we balance each other so well i think this new segment and this new project really is going to be more consistent for both of us in a sense because we're like kind of filling the gaps where we yes and And like filling in those gaps exactly 100 percent. i totally agree with you and i think that like it's just so funny. I don't think I mentioned this in the interview episode, but for listeners, Jess and I say all the time, it's like our waves tend to oppose each other all the time. And it's in the best way possible. Like when I'm down, Jess is up. And when Jess is down, I'm up. And it just works so well. <laughs> like we don't right. try to do it. And yeah, it'd be nice if maybe like there there are times where we're like at an equal level. But for the most part, I think that's what makes our connection so unique. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I feel like with our connection and my intention with being here is, you know, continuing to deepen our relationship and perspectives together. And as a collective and community with the podcast, you know, like I feel that you and I really can be introspective in the way that we think about things and share our thoughts and feelings. And I know that a lot of other people, a part of this community and who we have yet to reach, you know, will resonate and are resonating with the topics you have shared, the topics we have discussed together, both, you know, online and offline. And I really just want to continue to bring awareness around mental health and that and humanize it. You know, there's so many negative stereotypes around bipolar disorder, anxiety, ADHD, schizophrenia, you know, eating disorders. Like there's so much negative stigma around mental health. It has dehumanized us as individuals Mm -hmm. who do struggle chronically or acutely with mental health. And I think it's really important that we talk about you know, the reality of what it's like to be chronically mentally ill and uh, and experience these more struggling ways of life. And then also bringing in the lightheartedness and the compassion and sharing tools and resources that have worked for us and, and tenderness and friendship and just having our friendly banter. Like I, I want listeners listening to this to feel like they're hanging out with two of their homies, you know? I want that too. I really yeah. want that too. And I think I think exactly what you said, like, we're going to reach the people that we're supposed to reach with us. Right. Exactly. Right. Man. All right. So can I ask you some questions? Sure. Oh my God. I'm so excited. So there are some that I put on here, but then there's like some that I'll ask you that I didn't. Um, So basically for listeners, I want you guys to get to know Jess, but kind of in a cute little way. So I'm going to do this or that questions and I'm so ready because I I don't even know Jess's answer to a lot of these because oh, I think God. I'll get to know you better. <laughs> Seriously, I'm excited. <laughs> okay, ready? Uh, we're yep. um, camping or glamping? Oh, camping. 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 <laughs> like all day. I'm the day. same. Yo, I'm the same. Uh, 
I don't need running water to be happy. I mean, I need a running body of water, like a river or like, you right. know, to like I like to camp near water. Yeah. Exactly. But I don't care about like flushing toilets and showers and stuff, you know, like I'm going camping in a few days up into the White Mountains. Oh my and God, stop. Yes. I go every year. I go every single year. You do. Year, you do. Least. I remember when you went last year. I go like a couple times because that's like our our safe space and me and my my group of friends yeah and I just find so much freedom and so much grounding and clarity when I camp so like glamping's nice though but camping for sure I'm the same way like camping's one of the only times when like I completely turn my phone off like I'm completely disconnected from the world and it's amazing yeah. It's so therapeutic. Okay, all right, let's move on. So flying or mind reading, if you had a superpower? Mm, mind reading, mm, definitely. I knew you were going to choose that. <laughs> like the I Scorpio knew, and me. Right when, I, right when I freaking wrote it, I was like, she's going to choose mind reading. Okay. Mind reading. I want to know what all the bitches are thinking. All the bitches. All the bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, beach or mountains? Oh, yo, this is really hard because I, I find so much joy in both of these places. Oh, you know what I usually say? Both mountains by the beach. So like mountains by the beach. beach. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Mountains by the beach. Why not? Best I of both worlds. love the like beach Hawaii. and the mountains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, we should go to Hawaii. I, yes, I was just about to say we should definitely <laughs> go there. There's so definitely. much we have to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, Coke or Pepsi? Mm. Initially, I want to say Coke Pepsi, Coke. but but Cherry Coke is my jam. Cherry Coke like, is so I like vanilla. Refreshing. Coke. I'm a vanilla hoe. I used to have. <laughs> if that's the thing. shit was popping off in like the early 2000s and that came Yo, out. Remember? No, exactly. Because I I literally <laughs> had the Victoria's Secret. It was vanilla lace body spray, and then I oh like, god. Yeah, and then I <laughs> that and then your vanilla coke and my vanilla coke and <laughs> my vanilla body wash oh god vanilla you know i smell like a frosty like a and i had like cupcake. vanilla can i still have my vanilla cupcake candle in here i was lighting it earlier <laughs> oh wow wow oh, okay don't think differently <laughs> now i spice it up now i spice it up i'll do like sometimes like citrusy scents okay Ooh, yeah i fucks with that or like floral i got a sheer jasmine like candle going on right now Ooh, i don't think i've done jasmine yeah my okay. dad came over yesterday and bought me two candles he's like oh, oh thanks God, stop. <laughs> yeah thanks for the like, candles. That's, nice. <laughs> that's what i would i would cry i'd be like you know me so well yes i always have candles on Mm-hmm. I think at my old apartment, exactly. when I was leaving, there was like black soot on the wall from the candles, <gasps> and I didn't oh, mean for man. there to be. And I was gonna clean it, and then I forgot to buy a magic eraser my moving day. So I was like, "Well, well, it's staying." <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess this is a problem. <laughs> okay, uh, sporting events or concerts? Concerts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Physical book or audio book? Oh, like it's tough because my ADHD sometimes likes physical books, and then it also prefers audiobooks. Like if I'm driving, audiobooks all the time. But if mm-hmm. I'm cozied up in my meditation corner, I can read. So I I will have to take the one on this where it could be dependent on the day. Hmm, sure. Okay. 
Okay. I'm not going to be decisive on that one because I, I like them both. <laughs> That's fine. How about day or night? Nighttime, I would definitely do a physical book. Coffee or tea? Oh, I thought you were saying going back to the book question. I'm like, wow, we're really going deep on this book question. Um, then day or night, I would say day. <laughs> That's then. the really deep conversation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really deep with Jess. Okay, so books. I said day. <laughs> What's the next one? <laughs> Isn't book le libre? It's like when I learned French, it's le libre. <laughs> le libre. I can't do it. Okay. I asked you tea or coffee. Uh, tea. <laughs> tea. T T T. I just think it's so funny how you can't focus on these. <laughs> oh my god! How about okay, guitar solo or oh. acapella song? Guitar solo. Acapella makes me uncomfortable sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh my god, that's so funny. Because like sometimes oh. you can hear their lip smack or like. <laughs> hear them breathe and you're just like oh my god it's a person like (laughs) bodily functions why (laughs) is it just me or (laughs) no it's not just me me. okay all right okay guys okay i think it's it's time for us to get into a good conversation (sighs) i have like that's so funny yeah my eyes were like tearing okay so basically how we came onto the topic like finding our place in the queer community just okay so I had an idea for the first really deep episode or of this segment um and I did I did like it and we might still discuss it but it was like the day or two after I told you then Mm -hmm. you posted on Instagram um you posted about pride month and it was like the very end of june into july and you had said or basically talked about your discomfort whereas like normally queer people uh or not i shouldn't say normally but a majority of them you know enjoy pride month and that it's a time that they really get to be loud and proud Mm -hmm. but you had articulated that it's a time where you feel like hiding and I read that and I literally stared at my phone and was like oh my god because that's exactly how I feel too like Mm. it was the first time I think I've ever seen somebody post that like where they felt like retreating during this time because it's hard to find your place in this community and I think that you know there is a lot of internalized shame and guilt so it it can all be very hard and I think it's important like what I thought about when I saw your post was I thought about how you know not only do queer people tend to face adversity from the straight community um, but I think we can also face it within the queer community itself just as Mm. not every straight person is accepting like not every queer person is and there are all these stigmas that even people within the queer community have about oh you're not bisexual unless you have xyz or you're not this unless you have done this or hooked up with this person or so on and so forth and so it's like 
there's the outside, right? There's the, the straight community and then there's the inside. And it, it's, it can be really tricky to, to find your place in all of that. So when I saw your post, I immediately was like, oh my God, yes, 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 yes. We yes. are so going to talk about this. So yeah, man, I don't know. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, it, it's so um, tricky, even kind of thinking on how I feel about this subject, because I came out as bisexual in like 2013, 2014. Um, and I had my first serious girlfriend. And right. I very much decided to step into the queer role and into the mask role by like shaving off my hair and you know like wearing more mask clothes yeah yeah because my partner was very femme and I Mm. thought that I had to fit this type of gender role Mm -hmm. I was like okay I need to fit this gender role because they say there's always the femme and the butch right exactly exactly and I had always grown up um very mask and into um you know like masculine or like male dominant like areas such as like motorcycles and cars and I was like a diesel mechanic in high school you know like I was very much in my masculine right and then after high school, I wanted to be feminine so bad. So I would get the acrylic nails and I bleached all my hair and I like lost all this weight and opposite. Yeah. Like serial dated men and all. It was just so weird how I really had experienced both, both sides of the binary, so to speak. And, and do you think that was ideas like from what you kind of like heard from other people or it was more of like an internal thing I think I was just trying to find myself and find like where and like who I am because I always knew I was attracted to women from a very young age and and not just like female identifying individuals like and that's where I still am even uncomfortable with calling myself bisexual because I still don't even really know too much of the difference between bisexual and pansexual because bisexuals it's they don't they don't just look at the binary and are attracted to people who are strictly on either side of that binary right like bisexual people can date you know trans beautiful trans people and other non-binary folks you know like distinction if you don't mind me cutting in please Um, because i'm more closely like I struggle with the same thing. I'm like, I always say bisexual, pansexual, whatever. Cause I'm like, I, whenever people ask me, I'm like, you know, somewhere in that middle. But at the same time, right. I do think I tend, the more I read about pansexuality, I tend to resonate more with that just because the attraction isn't so much to do with the physical. Um, right. Whereas like straight versus bisexuality, it's literally just physically what you're attracted to or who right. you're attracted to but pansexual it's like because me I can look at somebody and I can feel like absolutely nothing for them but it right. isn't until I have like legitimate conversations and I see the way that somebody is in their element or with other people or mm. even just with me that I'm like oh my god I want to have sex with you you know what I mean 
So right. it, it really takes those type of things. So that's why I say pansexual because it's the, it's usually more times than not defined by the personality. But I've had so right. many people when I've tried to explain it to them, you know, they they think that pansexual is exactly what we're saying. Bisexual is like what you're getting at with the definition with bisexual. Um, right. That like it's it's not just male female. It's it's male female and then the full spectrum. Right. Yeah. Right. And that that is very clarifying. So They're thank all, you for sharing that no and sharing problem. your experience. I mean, I I don't personally, you know, I'm I'm not a master with the research in that, but it's just from my own perspective. Yeah. As someone and who I, resonates more with it. Exactly. And I think doing your research and like sitting with what feels resonant to you is, is perhaps something I could do to make me feel more comfortable during pride. And I right. guess also I too, it's like, I'm, I feel like I do yes. it the rest of the year and then pride happens and everyone's throwing this shit in your face and you're just like, yes. ah, 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 ah. like you feel backed into a corner. almost. Yes, exactly. And, you know, coming out as genderqueer at the beginning of this year, Oh, that rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> you dropping rhymes. Are you gonna are you gonna say poem? I thought I just did that on the podcast. Oh no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> read a poem, honey. Um, but I I think even coming out as genderqueer at the beginning of this year, I felt not queer enough still. Like I felt right. still like not non-binary and that's enough. what I want to know is like where does that come from where we just never feel like like I never feel like I'm yeah. bisexual enough or pansexual enough or this or enough you know what I mean like I never right. felt that way when I was straight passing and technically identified with straight like I right. never felt like oh I have to sleep with x amount of guys in order to be considered straight it was like nope I'm attracted to guys I'm straight but how come it's oh I'm attracted to all these other people I'm xyz it's like right feel this need that it's like there, there's more we have to reach for in order to be yes. within that label or whatever and I think also too I am I want to be mindful of my privilege as um mm. like a white person like I am indigenous but that's not something that I fully claim because I don't I don't I mean, I'm white passing as well. And I, I don't want to, I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea about my intentions and who I am and my ancestral background. And my, I'm, I'm like afraid of offending people with who I am, I guess what it boils down to. Like, I'm afraid right. that if Which I say I that I'm- a lot of white people experienced last year with the whole George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement and all that. Like, we all kind of experienced that where we're like, what is our position in this? Because we don't want to offend right. people by just simply being, right? Right. Right. And exactly. Exactly. Like, I don't ever want to offend someone with because I'm coming off as privileged or because of my privilege, because I know I have plenty of it. And right. And white girls right. are technically, they like white, you know, when you identified as just female, like before you came out as gender fluid white females typically have an easier time um, being accepted within the bisexual or pansexual community. Yes. Um, or, or I should just say queer community, right? Within the queer community, then do black women or, you know, other minority groups. But yeah, so 
I think that um, really understanding our place in all of it and <clears throat> our privilege in all of it is very, very important. So I feel like what's something too, like obviously since the death of George Floyd and Black Lives Matter movement, um, when pride comes around now, it's about that same time, right? That same anniversary of George Floyd and the protests really getting going. And I think what's really important to me during pride month is honoring the Black, Indigenous, people of color's contributions to the LGBTQIA2S plus community and like Black trans lives matter. And I want Pride Month to be a time where their voices that haven't been heard to be heard. And I I guess in some way it has made me hesitant to take the stage. When people, so sorry, when people think queer, they tend to just think like, oh, like two gay men or two white girls together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? They don't really tend to think of interracial couples or, um, you know, two black women or two black men or non-conforming, you know, people in general. So it's just it's an important thing to recognize. So I think that you asking yourself that question of what would I want pride month to look like? What would I actually want it to be? What would be a space that would make me feel like we're celebrating? That's, that's, that's very, that's very intuitive of you. And I think that's mm, very interesting. I just, and, and I, I don't know, I guess too, I'm still coming to terms with what this all means to me. And how I fit into this narrative and like you know I got my my DNA tests done through ancestry and like found out like I have indigenous blood and so it's like Mm. researching where that aspect of my um, family comes from like what tribe do they come from in Canada and like all that and so I've been doing some research and even then I don't feel like I can claim that because I am white you know predominantly white and white passing and people look at me and they see a cis white female and it's like I'm trying to reclaim these parts of myself and I have a hard time really owning them especially during pride month because I see everyone owning theirs so unapologetically I'm like where do I fit in you know I I totally resonate with that because I see a lot of my queer friends and just people of the community in general and they they post about it. They they talk to family about it. They they participate. They they go to you know pride events and this and that. And <clears throat> I find it hard to do that yet. And as I kind of talked about on a previous episode, I said I know in terms of my I don't know where you are in your like queer journey, but for me, it's I'm not in a place where I feel safe yet because I think mm. even though you know, I, and I think it's for valid reason, because, you know, growing up, even though our generation has been more accepting of people 
and their sexuality and gender identities, even though we have been more accepting, we still grew up, I think, seeing the unsafe parts, right? We saw that transition happening and we made that transition happen, you know, from this very unsafe place to a safe place. But for me, I still have that, that internal internalized fear, like of, you know, my physical safety and things like that, that I kind of have to work through with my therapist a little bit before I can be so, um, you know, cause people, I mean, people post things and then they get death threats. Like how do they handle that? And so something that I've been, um, I only told, uh, I only told my roommate and my best friend, Stacy, that this happened, but I'm willing to share with you and our listeners. Um, so last week, I uh, received uh, messages from somebody from a dating app um, and they were very, very violent, aggressive and mean. And they were saying things like burn the gays, you and your stupid queer ass podcast and like all of these things. Um, And it was just really horrible. And so that was the first moment, you know, up until now, I know I've had such a beautiful um, experience that I'm grateful for in terms of coming out to very close friends um, where everyone's been so accepting and nobody's thought any different. They're just like, oh, okay. Like, or they're like me too. Like I'm in the same boat as you, you know? So I haven't Mm -hmm. really faced adversity where it's concerned yet. And so when that event happened, it got my mind spiraling and going back to all of the places of people in the queer like in queer history of how how much violence they faced how many people died in the name of their sexuality and their gender identity and so that's the past week that's just something I I couldn't believe that a physical human being could say those things who is our age (laughs) nonetheless you know in their 20s and so it was just mind boggling. And I had that moment of like, somebody really wants me dead just because of my, who, me being myself. It's so fucked up. Like, it's not horrible. That's terrible. And so I think when it comes to like Pride Month and all of that stuff, I, I think those are the things I think about is like the violence mm. and feeling unsafe. And that, that fear is used as a tactic to keep people from being themselves, not just with yes. sexuality, but all kinds of, you know, like you experienced bullying when you were younger and, you know, people, people bully just so yeah. that everybody conforms so that they're yes. more comfortable. But I right. think stepping what me, when I asked myself, what would stepping into my queer pride look like what would that look like for me it would be still feeling afraid but celebrating anyway and I'm not in that place yet I'm still in the place where my fear makes me retreat a little bit um but that's what I would like to work more towards in the next year and I think just getting people to realize like it's serious um I think the safety of it all is serious I couldn't agree more, and I'm and it's so not sorry to that you had that experience. People. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, it's past me now. <laughs> thank God. But it's it's like, I'm still shocked. I'm still shocked. Absolutely. 
humans can be horrible, but they can also be wonderful. And so it's, I think, you know, my big question is, am I a bad queer person if I don't celebrate during Pride Month? And and, and yeah, what I mean by that is question. celebrating the way that everybody else does. Can my celebrating right. be, you know, sitting at home, reading, trying to understand myself better? Is that right. what my country, you know, and that's not to sound selfish, but it's like until you help yourself, you can't help other people. And I feel like I can't be of yeah. service to this community unless I first figure out myself. But you know, as my favorite podcast host, Sierra DeMolder, like she says, like she's in her, you know, early to mid thirties. And she's like, I'm, I'm still figuring out my sexuality. It changes every, like all right. the time. Like uh, we always think we're going to get to this final destination, I think, mm-hmm. but that's the overwhelming part of what I'm realizing on this journey is there, there might not be like, it might just be fluid in a spectrum and it, 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 we need to accept that. Right. Yes, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I think that really is, at least for me, the basis of my sexuality and gender identity is truly just fluidity and embracing my queerness. That's what I admire about you, is I think the way you talk about the fluidity of it all is is what I'm trying to to learn and accept, you know. Because there's almost like... um, different binaries within the queer community, you know, and like different boxes that you need to check in order to be given the term or label of whatever you identify with. And it's like, what if we just go off of how we feel internally, exactly. you know, like, why do we have to get yeah. a permission That's slip why when from you, the rest of the community? Me last year, you were the first person to ask me, you were like, uh, you messaged me one day and you were like, Hey, do you mind me sharing this? No, of course okay. not. Yeah, so for listeners, just messaged me one day, um, and this is as we were like getting closer, um, and I think we were prepping for the podcast at that point, and you were like, mm-hmm. you're like, hey, can I ask you a question? And you asked it in the nicest way possible. I was like, yeah, of course, like, what's <laughs> up? I had no idea what you were going to ask me. Um, I just thought maybe it was going to be like, about the podcast or I I don't know mm-hmm. I don't even know and, <laughs> like and then you were like how do you identify like your sexuality or whatever and I was like yo nobody's ever asked me that <laughs> it felt really good because I was like oh I can get to talk about this thing that I'm going through that at that point I was hiding from a lot of people mm. um so you were one of the first the first person probably I told because I, I, I didn't even talk to Stacy about it, I think, until the winter. And so, mm, yeah, I think it's like I knew. First, yeah, you knew. Like, <laughs> I just was going through it, even though I didn't I didn't talk to anyone about it. And it's quite the journey of self-discovery, truly. It is. But mm-hmm. anyway, so what I'm getting at is when you asked me, I said specifically, I said, I don't define it at the moment. And sometimes when people ask me, I still say that because that's what feels the most accurate. Like, yeah, I don't define it. And I don't think that we have to. I think right. it can help steer you in the right direction. Right. We don't, we don't need them. Right. Or not right direction, but it can steer us towards like a place of understanding or explaining to those who don't understand. Mm-hmm. But um anyone who keeps themselves in a box in any way is just I think setting themselves up for 
disaster. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think going forward, you know, if you could have an ideal type of pride celebration, what would that look like for you? Would it be just recognizing those people of color in the community or like you with yourself, like what would you do? I think continuing to hold space for everyone in the community, especially, um, you know, the BIPOC members mm. of the LGBTQIA2S plus community, um, really holding space for them and their stories and their own journeys, as well as everyone else, you know, and for me, I think it'll continue to be a self-reflective time and, you know, because this is the second year in a row where my pride post was literally the last day of June. And maybe yeah. I'll just keep that as a trend, you know, I like did maybe my I'll pride just episode, keep it as a trend. Like the second to last week of June, I think. Cause yeah, I was like, I just, it's not too late, but mm. I just, yeah, I, I, I like the way I go about it. Is it, you know, not as, you know, um, you know, it almost, projected. Feels, it almost feels like Valentine's day. Like how, and what I mean by this is when Valentine's Day comes around and then you're kind of like, well, why do we have one day where everyone celebrates love? Why can't this be shown every day? And right. I think when it's Pride Month, uh, that's that's kind of what I feel like. Just like when it's mm -hmm. Mental Health Awareness Month, I didn't post anything. And for a, for a couple of weeks there, I felt so much guilt. I was like, I have a mental health community on Instagram and I'm not mm -hmm. putting anything out for Mental Health Awareness Month. And then I was like, I do this every day of the year. Right. I was like, right. I don't need to do it this month. <laughs> like, yes, you know, and it's not to say, mm -hmm. oh, let's ignore the celebration. I think everything should be celebrated, but right. Right. You know, it's kind of one of those things like you can go back and forth. If we, if we work towards it every day, then what's the difference? You know, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that we were finally able to have this conversation. Yes, me and too. And I can't wait to have more with you. Yes, <laughs> What are you too. doing the rest of this week? Anything cool? I am seeing some Reiki clients and then Oh my God, that's I, right. Yep. And then I'm going camping. So oh, can't yes. wait. I'm so excited yes. for you to go camping. Can you like Thank take you. pictures and then send them to me when you get back? Yes, I can so do I can, that like, for live you. vicariously through your camping trip. <laughs> yes, I could do that. What are you up to? Um, Let's see. This weekend, I have to watch my roommate's cat while he goes away. That's <laughs> exciting stuff. He's actually going up to Boston. He's oh, interesting. I know. He's shipping up to Boston. Mm -hmm. I, I, should, I wish I would, like, just tag along with him if I could get off work and be like, hi, Jess. Bye, Jess. Hi, Jess. <laughs> I know. But, yeah, so I'm going to, like, watch Soon. his cat and then I'm going to um, sleep. That's what I normally do. <laughs> that sounds like a nice relaxing time. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Until next time. Thank until you all for time. listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this segment of Really Deep with Jess. This segment is still pretty new, and we at Yay for Growth appreciate your feedback. Check out the show notes to let us know what you think by following us on Instagram and leaving a comment about the episode. This will allow Jess and I to gauge what you are liking about the conversations as well as what we need to improve. Feel free to also give us a rating at any point and tune in next time for a really deep conversation. Toodles!